I listen to the music. I don't know why you're always so like we. I I like motorsport. It's very catchy. It's. Yo, what's good? Oh, that's trash. Yo, what's good? It's your boy, South Bridge 706. Uh, this is the Committee Podcast. Uh, welcome to 2018. You made it with us. You're alive. You're listening to this, you know. Yeah, that's good. You're breathing. The flourish is real. Shout out to everybody who rocked with us for 2017. Uh, we put out a lot of episodes. Appreciate all y'all that checked us out. And definitely go back and check out some of the older episodes you have listened. If you're new to Committee Podcast, kind of see what we're about. You know, we talk about everything. Well, maybe not sports, but like politics, current events, you know, some original content. So definitely appreciate y'all rock with us. We have the usual suspects, Adolphus Savage and Marcus Sniffles. What's good, y'all? What up, what up? Like, okay. I already started out 2018 with piss poor internet from Adolphus Savage. That's what we expect. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing changed over there. What's up, everybody? Damn. Hashtag. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to be like that picture? Should you be stepping up the stairs into better internet? Like on the stair step with a bag? Like whack internet should be in the bag behind you in 2017. <laughs> stepping up in your uh, red bottoms to hey, man, We got to get a with, GoFundMe started for uh, Adolphus for his internet. God damn. It, it'll improve one day. I'm, I'm still here. I can hear everything you guys are saying, so thank you. Yes, I know Mr. Savage. Uh, on Facebook, he started a bit of a controversy. Again, it's still delete Facebook 2017, 2018. Delete Facebook and to infinity and beyond. It's trash. So, it's trash. It is trash. It's hella trash. But shout out to y'all who are on Facebook and you check out the podcast. We appreciate that. Y'all are trash. So everybody else is trash. Anyways, there's a big controversy over this uh, wedding ring fiasco. So what happened was there was a picture posted on Facebook and I guess there's a woman, she just got proposed or something like that. And I guess, you know, the Facebook internet detectives, they went and they blew up the ring. And then they saw this ring was for sale at K Jewelers for the grand total of $24.99. So I know Mr. Savage, there was a lot of people in your uh, comments. They had a lot to say about this uh, ring thing. So and shout out to El Chapa, who is uh, currently on a date or something like that. And, you know, maybe she might get a ring tonight. Maybe it's a plastic one. Maybe it's a real one. We don't know. You know, we're not. She's in box. <laughs> so, yeah, shout, shout out to her. Shout out to you, El Chapa. She definitely deserved the 24-98 ring. Um, mm. Yeah. But, yeah, I was in here getting roasted for this ring that costs $24.98. Um, my theory on it is at the end of the day, don't let a ring dictate Hold on, why were, how much someone... Why were you getting roasted for that? Well, for some reason, when I post stuff on Facebook, people seem to think it's a, about them or it's about me. I never understood this. So then hit, I get hit like... Hit dogs holler. Hit dogs holler. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's what it seems like. They were kind of insinuating that I was trying to find the, the, the ring for someone or buy it for someone and I don't know what would make them think that I would be buying $24 rings, but you know, I, I don't know. I don't know why they do that to me. I mean, did it's it look like, did it look like it cost $24? Like how'd it look? I, I think the ring, it looks like it cost a few hundred dollars, honestly. That's just to my naked eye, but it, it only costs, it retails for 80. It's on sale for 
24. You have different women. I even saw it to the point today where, like, somebody was like, well, chick, you don't know me, and you a stripper anyway. So this and this and this. <laughs> I mean, people are really blowing this thing out of proportion. They're taking it personal because some women feel like it's about the love no matter the ring. Some women are like, no, I'm not going to wear a ring that shows no effort, no thought, yada, yada, yada. So it's really been a hot topic, a hot trend on Facebook, not so much Twitter. Um, I think Twitter is a little bit more sophisticated. Facebook is sophisticated. They just probably talked about this like two years ago and Facebook's now just seeing this. So that's just that, that that could be very accurate as well. But I don't know, man. I just I don't know how I feel on that. Like honestly, I kind of feel like buying a ring for a few thousand dollars is kind of a waste. We know diamonds are just in the eye of the beholder, basically, because when you buy them, they lose value. They're not worth nothing anymore. The gold it in price, but I don't know. I, I just, when I looked around, I was like, goodness gracious. Yeah, I, I, don't, world? Oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think people are really spending like crazy money on like the first ring anymore. Like, I think Jeez. people, you see that? I, I don't know. Maybe it's just the circles I run in, but I don't see people like going ham on the rings like right now. Because even, even with that $24.99 ring, if they hadn't looked it up, no one would have known about it. Like, I know the ring I got my wife, she doesn't know how much I spent on that. Like, nobody knows. I was out to dinner today, to lunch today with a friend, and she was like, she went back. Well, actually, you know what? She's been on the show before, but my friend Shayla, she said she actually went back and got the ring appraised anyway, just to be nosy. You, you know what? That's, to see how much. Get the You're going to get your feelings hurt doing that, because there's some hey, things that you might not want to know. You might not want to know. That that's that would be the the common woman wanting to know some shit that's none of her business. If you keep looking for stuff, you're gonna buy stuff. Just let it let it be. Let, if in your mind that ring costs ten racks, then you know what? By God, that ring costs ten thousand dollars. And your husband loves you that much more. Yeah, I'd, I'd be curious to find out how she would have felt if she you know, got that thing appraised and then be like, yeah, oh, it's fake. Like, was she a bit mad? Or like, what, like, what you gonna you gonna give me back? Like. I mean, yeah, and that's it. I've already said this on the podcast. I even I said this on Facebook also to one of the people that posted this. Weddings are scams. Essentially, marriages are scams. Shout out to Crafty Cakes. He's a wedding planner. Shout out to Crafty Cakes. Yeah, it's it's a scam. Like it don't matter, man. And then on top of that, women, some women, I'm not gonna generalize in 2018, some women want the the twenty thousand dollar ring and then the sixty thousand dollar wedding, like hey, you got you to gotta, you gotta channel your inner Tyrese. What more do you want from me? <laughs> what more do you want from me? <laughs> I can't. I'm only a man. Y'all want, want, so want me to have a house? Y'all want me to have a job, a stable job, a good you, job? Y'all want me to be 6'4"? I can't do everything, man. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? I included that in my post because I actually seen where there was another post that was a couple days before that where the girls were like, hey, if you split the bills, then the guy can't be called the man of the house. Like, Ooh. at all. I Ooh. saw that. It's, it's pretty Ooh. much saying if you're a couple and you split the bills, y'all both broke. So, <laughs> yeah. so all y'all that listening, y'all let us know. Y'all at me at South Reef 706. Let me know how you feel about that because that is some ass backwards, head ass stuff oh, I've ever heard in my, my life. 
How you gotta both be broke if you split the bills? <laughs> they both broke, bro. I'm just saying, like, if if the bills are getting paid, first and foremost, nobody's broke because we're not living in a box or living outside or getting evicted. But the, the mentality that these people have, again, it's the social media. Everybody's got to be balling, living in a mansion, driving, you know, his and her BMWs. Like that is not reality. Reality is, you know, maybe a used Honda and a beat up Chevy. We got a we got a nice three bedroom house, a nice little backyard. Like, it, do what makes you happy, man. Like a BMW ultimately is not going to make you any happier than a Honda. It's really just social status, man. Like, think about it this way. Let's say you live in an area that has like I don't know terrible terrain or something like that. Are you going to really want your nice BMW out there getting torn by rocks and bad weather and rain? No, you're going to have something that gets you to work get you home comfortably and safe. You're not going to worry about, oh, I'm stunting in this BMW or this Audi. No, you're comfortable. You got something to get you home, chill and work, and you're feeling good and you're really happy. People just get caught up in this materialistic uh, social media world landscape where it's just like, oh, I got to have this, I got to have this, got to have that or whatnot. But live your life. Live your life. I mean, the whole, like, splitting the rent thing, if you're a couple or you're married, that's, I guess people aren't a fan of that because it's, it's a little bit more progressive. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you know, back in the day, most people are used to the man paying all the bills and providing for the family. That's how things usually are in, in America. That's how things are viewed. Now, more progressive couples are like, Hey, you know, I have my own bank account. You have your own bank account. I pay for the, you know, I provide for everything and you just, you know, Take, clean the house, stuff like that. And, and everybody's not living like that anymore. Like in 2018, people a little bit, are a little bit more progressive. Like some women want their own, their own money. They don't, they don't, they don't want to feel like a man is, like a man owns them because they're paying for everything. They want to put in their half. So, I mean, if that's how you're living, I, I mean, I, I don't have a problem with it. I don't know why. One, of the, have a one of the things that I put is a lot of people, they do feel as though, we're living in a different times. Women want the independence, the freedom of 2018, but then they still want you to do everything like it's 1950. So it's like, you got to have that balance there. I mean, first of all, in the thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, you could survive off of, off of one paycheck per household. Like the man can be the breadwinner and, and survive. Nowadays, it's not like that. Like, Truth be told, you probably need to be pulling in at least 45, 50 to support one other person. And if you have kids, you probably need to be in that upper end, 60, 70, 80 range for your wife not to work. So sometimes if you want to live this lifestyle, which unfortunately I see a lot of people, women that I've worked with in the past, they want to have that new SUV for their soccer campaigns. They want that nice house. They want to be able to travel. They want to be able to do that. And it's like nowadays, if you want all that, you have to pitch in too. So I, I don't, I just don't like how everybody nowadays tries to emasculate men. Like, well, I mean, there, there, there was, there was a time where women weren't allowed to work. Like they didn't have, they weren't able to get jobs because they weren't getting equal wages. But I mean, when it comes to like, you know, women getting, wanting equal rights and, you know, being on a level playing field, there's, there's certain things that as a man, that word, it's, it's never going to be equal. You know what I'm saying? Like when it comes to, there's never going to be a time where as a man, I expect the woman to open the door for me or 
you know, I expect my wife to cut the grass or take out the trash, stuff like that. There's certain things that I'm always going to have to do, no matter what happens, no matter how much, you know, equality is out there. I'm, there's just certain things that men just have to do. And I don't, I don't know about this. So what are you talking about, like, demasculating men? Like, what is, I don't know what all that is. What's that about? Well, with the, with the whole statement of the man of the house thing. So now, I guess, women, if they pay bills, there is no man of the house. Maybe you're the woman of the house. I don't know. It just seems like there's this whole, maybe even close to saying, feminist movement that tries to emasculate men. Basically, make us feel like we're worthless or different things or... or hey, we're doing it all here. We're educated. We're doing this. We're doing that. You guys are bums. There, there is a movement where they, and I'm, and I'm being honest, there is a movement where they are trying to definitely uh, make it seem like they're above us now. Yeah, definitely the whole men are trash thing. I actually saw a post on Twitter where it was saying it feels good to use a young Negro, and they use a different word, a young Negro for, uh, I'm using, they said it feels good to use a young brother for dick and then kick him out the house. That's what they said. They're like, yeah, this the role reversal thing is is great, you know, because you know the the common thing is that men would use women, and then you know, like, oh, uh, so, oh, uh, so what are you about to do? I mean, I've never done such a thing because I'm a god fearing Christian man, and I saved myself for the the marriage bed. But th- these women, you know, like you just said, they're kind of feeling themselves. You know, now they're they're taking the the role of hey, you know, saying I'm the dominant person. I, I can say to my own two feet. Men are trash. If you're not making six or well, six figures, and you ain't shit. Like, what is? Come on, man. Hey, that ain't even that ain't even realistic, man. Yeah, I don't know. If, uh, I, I don't know. Grad, graduating from community college, getting your associate's degree, and demanding a man to make six figures. You sound crazy. Like, hey, get man. back in your Toyota Camry and take your ass back to work, man. I got there, there, There's somebody out there that wants that, though. There's some people out there that want that. Yeah, got to be a six six, a full luscious beard, you know, all that stuff, you know. Get, yeah, whatever. Whatever. So, uh, closing thoughts. The twenty four ninety nine wedding ring, if that's how you get down, love is love. It doesn't matter if you buy something a million dollar ring. It don't It don't matter. At the end of the day, if you don't love the person, you don't have something, uh, an arrangement set up for each other and know how things work, it's not going to matter how much you spend on it. Because at the end of the day, diamonds are... I mean, Jay-Z bought Beyonce a nice-ass ring, and that ain't stopped him from cheating. Allegedly, because black men don't oh, stop it. <laughs> he's Dominican or something though, so yeah, I mean, he's, like he's got some Dominican in him, so he don't really count. I'd, I'd probably say like Colombian or something like that, maybe. But staying on top of cheating, great segue for 2018. Y'all's favorite, uh, well, Marcus's favorite rapper, <laughs> Queen Cardi B, allegedly gave uh, one of the three amigos a hall pass. Put some respect on his name. Put some respect on his name. I don't know. I don't know. Which one, I didn't know which one it was. I, Put I some respect know. on his name. She, she said, "I turn them the offset. I turn them on, or whatever. Turn them on offset." Okay, so allegedly, young Offset, who must be not black either, because he allegedly was cheating on her with a very nice specimen of a woman that I saw on Twitter. You haven't seen this young lady. She looks way better than Cardi B. Let's keep it a buck. She is way better than Cardi B. And she looks like she was put together naturally and not by Dr. Miami or something like that. So I'm going to quote a line from the hot song, uh, Bodak Yellow, from Miss Cardi B. She says, and I quote, and I'm quick to cut a nigga off, so don't get comfortable. But then after this alleged cheating thing comes out, she says, do that shit again, you're going to lose your wife. 
So you kind of talk it out both sides of your mouth, Miss Cardi B. Like you can't, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Okay, so, the that that line came out before they were even together. Hey man, she's you can't you can't talk. So we gotta. Me. I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna start holding rappers to their lyrics, like let's go back to Jay Z's big pimping, and let's look at him now. Let's call him on the carpet for what he said back then and what he's doing now. I definitely, I definitely do. I was surprised that he performed big pimping at his concert. I was shocked. I was like, wow, like this is. Hey, she must really bless it. She's like, hey man, I know this is a hit. We gotta get these. We gotta get these. Uh, sell these stadiums out. We gotta get these units. So do what you gotta do. But. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it it is what it is. But and it's like, not okay. And that's that's not even the same situation. That CD came out years ago. This recently came out. You got song? that life. You got these women champion Cardi B. Oh, this and then whatever that garbage song. That garbage song is reciting the lyrics. Now you ain't even living that life. You talking, man? Like keep it a buck. Keep that same energy. The, the, when your man the, gets caught digging in the yeeks, when your man's caught with his hand in the cookie jar. Keep that same energy, Cardi. Cause that's what everybody else does. Everybody else is like, oh, they talk all that cash money on Twitter and Facebook, and in real life, you know, they out here tweeting in a, a one bedroom apartment with seven roommates, talking about they balling and stuff like that. But like I said, the song came out like months, almost a year before they even got together. And he, I mean, this whole cheating thing, this happened like two months ago, and we're just now finding this isn't recent. This happened like a couple months ago. This is we're just now finding out about it. So, well, I, I don't I don't follow uh, Cardi B daily on Twitter to get the the all the the Cardi I didn't, B facts. I didn't, find, I didn't find that from there. I just just saw it on. I mean, but to me, it's kind of like you have such a large, diverse women base, uh, gay male base that follows you. You're supposed to be the strong, colored woman of some sort. Why are you giving this dude a hall pass? Like, come on. Allegedly gave him all. It, Allegedly it seems like it's a hall pass after, you know, things that come to life. It's like, oh, well. Can I get cheated. a hall pass? I mean, like, what <laughs> I've always wondered that. But Offset, who's not even, he's like the, what is he, like the second or third pop, most popular amigo? I don't even know. I know Quavo leads the group, but. Quavo's the most popular, but Offset's the best rapper out of the three. Uh, yeah, you're probably right, but still, she gives this guy a, a hall pass now. All of a sudden, so he can do that once, but he can't do it again. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, to me, that's kind of like a like a black eye to the women movement. You know, like if I'm a woman and I'm following behind her and I'm getting crunk to her music, making bloody moves, and you're out here getting cheated on. Like, come on, Cardi, you said you quick to cut a nigga off. Don't get comfortable. Cut offset off. Cut them off. Yeah, cut just, them off. <laughs> I just, I just think it's funny that we got we're holding Cardi B to her lyrics, but we, we no, let, but not just gonna, that. But okay, we're gonna, we're gonna let Rick Ross cook, even though he's a fucking corrections officer. But we let him cook out here. But let's all hold Cardi B to this unattainable <laughs> standard where she, where everything she says, she's got to live by it. Even okay, but I don't even though, mean just even that. Though, just even saying, though Officer Ricky out here is out here talking about selling weight when he was a corrections officer, get out of here. Okay, okay well, when, when Cardi B puts out a classic album, then we can talk about that. So. But, I, I mean, my only thing with that, with this whole thing is, like Beyonce, what she took Jay-Z, Jay-Z through, even though we know that probably came out a long time ago, they've been reconciled, but publicly, there was a video of him rubbing feet and doing all this stuff, and begging and yeah. pleading to get back 
offset? I mean, wh where's the video of that? I mean, I do hold her to a higher regard. Honestly. No, you don't. No, you don't. You, yes, only hold do. her, you only hold her to that higher regard because you're looking for a reason to bring her down. You don't hold the people that you really like. To oh, my God. Standard. Here we go with this. What are you talking about? Who? Names, no, the like, question is, the forget the lyrics. What is the, the is, is, it, is she giving him a hall pass or not? Is it a hall pass? No, the, dude, no it ain't a hall no, pass. It's not a hall pass. Dude cheated, and she said, if you do it again, we're done. That's all it no, was. No, no, no. She said, you get a hall pass. So yeah, she, she, you pass. get a hall pass. That means he had it. He did it. He got his hall pass. He doesn't get another one. You think she's just gonna be like, oh, you got one more time to cheat? No. She said, if you cheat again, it's over. I don't understand what's so hard to understand about this. It should have been over from jump. That's my thing. Okay, so if you cheat on your girl and she just breaks up with you, you're just like, yeah, that's fair. Like, I'm, I'm fine with that. That's not how you want to live. That is that's not how you'd want. That's not how you live. That's not how you'd want your relationship to be based on. You would want a chance to recon like reconcile that relationship. You want a chance to. You'd want a second chance. People get second chances. Just because she lives, just because her relationship is public, doesn't mean that Offset doesn't get a second chance. That doesn't mean. Cardi B can't give him a second chance if she wants to. Like that's it's a, it's a none normal this, relationship. None of this matters anyways because it's not a normal relationship. This relationship is all for publicity to keep them both relevant. I would be willing to bet money the music is they don't relevant. that they don't ever get married. That's the music. My, the that's music. gonna be my, my hot take for 2018. The they, music they is what's keep married. the music is what is what's keeping them relevant, not their relationship because they were they were relevant before they got together. They were relevant before they got engaged. The music is what's is what's gonna keep them around. The music that nobody seems to listen to on this podcast but me. I listen to the music. I don't know why you're always so like we. I I like motorsport. It's very roof, catchy. Roof, 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 roof. It's, <laughs> like I said, I I have a refined palate. I don't really. It's not. It's not for me. It's not for me. I'm not. I'm not championing that nonsense, man. I'm good. I'll pass. I'm just curious to see how, how it goes, man. But you can't act like them not getting together and announcing their engagement did not boost their status one bit. You'd be a fool yeah, to say but that. That happens with every relationship that's in the public. Like you can look at, you know, J Lo and A Rod, Beyonce and Jay Z, Big Sean and Janae Aiku, Big Sean and Ariana Grande. Like everybody that's in the it's that's in the public that's married or in a relationship with someone else that's famous. It's a publicity stunt. They might actually like each other, but it's still a publicity stunt. It, it's, it helps it's, both it's parties. Disres it's disrespectful to put Jay-Z and Beyonce in that conversation with these, okay. these peons. Jay-Z Jay said that that's what that relationship was. It was a business decision. He said that. I get that, but they're at a higher level than these peons. When they put, when Cardi B puts out an album, which I'm going to boldly say, that you I don't know listen if to. That you damn right I don't listen to, because I'm not here for 10 tracks of Barrier, Cardi, or Bonac Yellow. I'm not here for it. I'm not here for it. I'm good. I'm good. That, no. Nah. Pass. That's a hard pass for me. That's a no for me, dog. I might listen to it just, just for the sake of on no, board, you won't. but. No, you won't. Yeah, you you're right. Barely listen to Big Crit. That CD was like 40 tracks long. <laughs> I got winded. I got winded a third of the, third through the album. Cause like Twitter made that album seem like it was like this great, project i'm like it, it just sound and it's no disrespect to big crit i do respect his talent but it just sounded like a it just sounded like big crit i i wasn't hearing nothing new again i had to revisit it i was at the gym at the time but i it wasn't nothing like oh shit this is this is changing the game it was like all right big crit 
doing big crit things. Like, God bless. It is what it is. Mr. Savage, do you have anything to say to this, or you just gonna? What, what do I need to say to this? I'm actually offended that someone on this podcast just barked at me. So I, I still am just shell shocked that this happened. How, how do you bark at another nigga? Like, I'm over here giving, spilling out the beans, pouring my heart and soul, and somebody's writing it off as me just barking. I do listen to Cardi B. That, that, that went over your head, but continue. <laughs> how did it go over my head? When you listen to the podcast this week, you know, you'll understand. Back back to staying on music. I know we're talking about artists getting together with people. So these people aren't like musicians, but one of them is or allegedly is. So you got your your girl Sierra. Actually, this is tying to other musicians. So Sierra gets a lot of flag along with her husband, uh, Russell Wilson. Uh, Tebow reborn with some sort of football skills. So she gets a lot of flack because people, you know, go to Seahawks games, they're opposing teams and have like posters of futures or future head cutouts and stuff like that to kind of antagonize Russell Wilson, you know, along with the memes and jokes or whatever, which is like, all right, cool. You know, they're not together anymore. And, you know, it is what it is. Oh, that's not fair. Leave her alone. She's trying to be happy in her new relationship and whatnot. But allegedly, Sierra, after Russell Wilson eliminated the Dallas Cowboys from the playoffs, there is a video or a gif going around with Sierra smoothly moonwalking over the Cowboys logo in their end zone. So in my head, I'm like, you know what, man? All the future jokes can fly, man. Because when you do something like that, you turn into Queen Petty. Like, she went Super Saiyan Petty on the Dallas Cowboys. But then they want to go home and post videos talking about, oh, God is great. Be humble. We, we pray with baby future, man, that he has a, a blessed life and that we all need to be brothers and sisters in Christ. But she'll come here and do some petty shit like that. Nah, man. Let the jokes fly. Sierra, the, you're done. You're the done. Thing, see, that's the, that's the thing about niggas that are a part of the future hive. No, whenever Sierra gets brought up. For the record, I am future, not anywhere close to the future hive. I was letting the people know. I was letting the people know. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just saying. <laughs> hang on, I'm just saying. Like, whenever Sierra gets brought up, niggas that are in the future hive pop up for no reason. Like Sierra doing the moonwalk on the Dallas Cowboys logo has it literally has nothing to do with future. Future's not a Cowboys fan. He's not from Dallas. He wasn't at the game. Like. It has nothing to do with future. So every it's time not about future, it has nothing to do with future. Then why it's did about, he get brought? It is, then why it did he about, get brought up then? Because it is about being petty. Okay, and we and are here, you, and the internet is here for the pettiness. The Twitter is here for the jokes, and she has opened herself up saying, "Guess what? I'm going to be Queen Petty. You got to accept what comes with being Queen Petty." If Cass want to put future in her face, that's cool. She no, tried no, no, to shoot no, future no, no. for like child support and lost the case. Nah, if you want to be petty, you got to accept being, that. Being, that, petty, that. being petty is like releasing the floodgates for like Dallas fans to be petty future fans. There's no reason for y'all to be here. So you mean if Dallas fans now, when if they play them again next year, if they put future heads in the stands and they play March madness at pregames, is, is that petty? 
Because she opened, yeah. she opened, but yeah, she opened the door for that. That's I'm talking about just future, the future hive, the future I'm hive not, that I'm is not. I'm not a, talking about the future. I'm talking about she opened the door. Said, for let, the, you just said let all the future jokes fly. Yes, because she opened the door for the pettiness. Okay. If I'm a Dallas fan, only, I come to the game and I say, hey, let's play March Madness whenever you get a, a sack. If you're a Dallas fan, but who do you think is going to be out here doing that? It's just going to be the future hive. People that hold future in this high regard, like, oh, every time Sierra's happy, their future hive senses go off and they feel the need to put purple umbrellas in their Instagram pictures. Like, get a life, dude. <laughs> like, come on. Like, how, how long are we going to keep doing this? Like, how many kids does she have to have by Russell Wilson for the future hive to move it along? Are they just going to do this forever? I mean, yes. but she's opening herself up because that is disgustingly petty. Well, I mean, people have gotten pushed and punched and all kind of stuff for dancing and parading and masquerading around that star. So pretty much, gonna... so pretty much every time Sierra does something that opens the petty gates, then the future hive is just gonna just come in like that's their not just, just that, but now because they don't need feel sorry for them attacking her. They don't need an opening, but she had no reason to moonwalk across the Dallas Star. Come on, Sierra. To eliminate, Why don't like, you moonwalk your butt in that studio and make a hit, man? <laughs> Starting to get my fire out here. <laughs> <laughs> I give you that. She ain't got no hit. She ain't had a hit in a while. Sure I just think the future hot needs to get a hobby. Like, get over it. Like, he lost. He can't get it back. Like, it's done. Hold on. No, hold on. Why? See, see, this is what you do. Why did he have to lose? Futures out here flourish. I'm sure he's getting getting the baddest ones available to him at all times. Because he keeps That's, talking about her. What's the last thing? Is, because she tried to sue him for like child support. That's petty too. And she lost the case. I understand that, but she also took him to court for like putting her in songs and stuff, like talking about her in songs. Did he mention her by name? Uh, he had to apologize for it. He didn't Did mention, he mention her, by, her name. by name. He didn't mention her by name, but when they went to court, the judge was <laughs> like, "Hey." We're in city. See, that doesn't even make sense, though. They went to court, and Future has to And now he can't even sing those songs publicly. So, like, yeah, he lost. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't lose. It's, it's again. You're, he got, he, you're, you're, being, you're being team feminism and just riding. I'm not it. even trying to do that, but Future's, a, he's, he's childish and petty. But, there's, okay, but moonwalking over the Dallas Cowboys. What does that have to do? With, okay, you're not. What does that have to do with future? I'm Nothing. talking about the petty. Petty is petty. Petty. So is no one can be petty. No one's no. allowed to be petty. Everybody can be petty, but now don't get mad when people are petty with you. With okay, stuff. but the people, the future stuff has been there. They're being petty for no reason. That's the issue. They're when, just is ever a re- when is there ever, a, ever a good reason to be petty? Petty is petty. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Like, they're just being petty just to be petty. Now, if you're a Dallas, Dallas Cowboys fan and you felt a way about her moonwalking on your end zone, then tell your team to play some better defense. You know what I'm saying? But, like, if you win, you just got to eat that. Like, Dallas fans, actually, they got to eat that. Your team lost. Your team got eliminated. And, and you know, actually, let me take that back. Dallas fans, y'all ain't won a playoff game in 10 years. Y'all, the least someone did is moonwalk on y'all stadium. Y'all should be thankful that that's the only thing that someone's done. Damn, that's that has been like closer to 20 years or something, really. I'm talking, I'm talking about win a playoff game. They haven't won a playoff game in like 10 years. Or maybe yeah. it has been 20. I don't yeah, know. It's, it's been close. It's been like the 90s or something. Yeah, I mean, who knows how long it's been since they won a playoff game. So, t- fuck it. If you want to moonwalk on their stadium, then do it. It's, Actually, not even, you know it's not even being petty at this point. That team, that franchise is a 
when it comes to being in the playoffs, that's a loser ass franchise. They should be lucky. Wow. They should be lucky that someone that someone the caliber of Sierra would moonwalk on Whoa. their logo. You know what? Nah, man, we're not doing that. Yeah, that's what we're doing. That's that's how bad they are in the playoffs. They don't get there. They don't win games. Twenty years. Yeah, let Sierra moonwalk on your little star. That's what y'all deserve. Y'all deserve that. Yeah, well, back to Cardi B. I was scrolling through my timeline on Twitter, and a Reverend Savage retweeted a video of Cardi B. Um, yes, let's say that she is in her birthday suit doing what looks like some sort of twerking and uh, <laughs> uh, showing us. Wow, Mr. Savage, would you like to explain yourself? Bro, what's wrong with you, No, I've seen this, and I'm just like, you know what? At the end of the day, when you do stuff like this online, you just, you can never live this stuff down. Why are you spreading your butt cheeks? (laughs) (laughs) That is just absurd, bro. (laughs) But it happens. But you know what? None of that even matters because she has the hottest song of 2017, so all is forgiven, Cardi B. Spread Eagle. I hope she was a better. Sh- Never mind. Yeah, real quick. So shout out to the Siren, the homie from uh, from Philly. She's been on the podcast yeah. a couple Speaking times. Speaking of Eagle style, yeah. Oh wow! All right, Red so, Eagle. KJ is asking, please pray for us. You know, we have some some uh, some filthy McNasties on the podcast. Anywho, so she wants us to talk real quick. It's a it's a debate. I'm sure we've had. It, I see this on the timeline all the time with the Falcons fans. I'm going to check out the Falcons podcast I do with Gift Queen. Shout out to Gift Queen. So we talk about sports a little more on there. But anywho, there's a big uh, a big debate about – and this is going to be short because I, I don't have too much to say about this. There's a big debate about who is a better wide receiver, Julio Jones or A.B. I want to start with Dolphin Savage, man. What do you got? I mean, to me – as far as just a strictly from a receiving standpoint, AB's a better receiver. Julio's a better talent, better physical specimen. So if the draft was tomorrow and you had a choice to pick between either one of those players, which one are you picking? I'm going to pick Julio Jones. Easy. You're a smart guy. Mr. Sniffles. Uh, it depend- like, the thing with Julio is that he's, he's – fast he's physical he's got good hands he runs good routes when he gets the ball he makes plays but he doesn't get the ball so Antonio Brown puts up the numbers he gets touchdowns that stuff matters so specifically for their situations right now I'm taking I'm taking Antonio Brown but if you're telling me hey you can either take Antonio Brown or Julio Jones by themselves I'm taking Julio Jones, but right now Antonio Brown's a better receiver because he's just he's putting up better numbers and he's getting in the end zone. I like he's he's scoring touchdowns. That doesn't that doesn't make you a better receiver. Uh, I think Thielen had better stats than Julio Jones, and there's no way on hell anybody's taking Adam Thielen over Julio Jones. That's yeah, that only, is ridiculous. He's only had it. He's only done that for like one year. Antonio Brown's been putting up these kinds of numbers consistently for like five years now. Julio, Julio Jones, like, he's only had – I'm trying not to go too deep into sports, but he's only had double-digit touchdowns one time. Like, that's, that stuff matters. 
And that's what, like, and that's why I'm saying I need, I want Julio Jones off of the Falcons. I want Julio Jones to not have the Falcons offensive coordinators. I want Julio Jones without Matt Ryan. Yes, I want that. But if you could give me Julio Jones with like Aaron Rodgers or Ben Roethlisberger or somebody that's going to get him the ball and feed him, then yeah, I'm, I'm taking Julio. But Julio Jones with his current offensive coordinators and Matt Ryan is not what I want. Fair enough. I'm taking Julio Jones. He's a physical specimen. I, I like. I'm not a fan of receivers that are under six feet. That's just me personally. If I was offense coordinator, uh, that's that's what I want for my quarterback. That's what I want for my team. I'm big, fast, strong, physical guys. I get AB what he brings to the table as far as his route running, his ability to score. He's, he's an animal for his size. Like bang for bang for the buck, he's probably the better player. But you know, bang for the buck don't count in the NFL. I want me a big, strong, fast guy. So I'm taking Julio Jones. So. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking physical specimens, I'd take Odell Beckham over over both of them. But just overall, best receiver, it's probably Antonio Brown. I'm not taking Odell Beckham. I'm pass. I mean, pass. you got you got to put like you got at some point you got to put up some numbers, man. Like. You got to do something. Well, you're talking. Just, well, you're you're speaking about the wrong person if you're talking about numbers. Odell had. Was zero catches in the playoffs? In his only playoff game. He had a bad playoff game. Like, mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't do nothing about that. You're right. Sure can't. But I just, I just, I just, I just wish, I'd love to see Julio Jones with a more aggressive quarterback, I guess. Or, or a more aggressive offensive coordinator. Or a, a more aggressive head coach that's like, hey, we have a top two receiver out here. We're in the red zone. Throw it up to him. Like, Julio Jones is, what, 6'2", 6'3"? He's, like, 240. He's a big dude. He's got a big... No, he's, like, like, 220. That's not... Yeah, but you see, like, what Larry Fitzgerald is out here doing. Like, they get in the red zone, they're chucking it up to him. He's not... He's, and Larry Fitzgerald is a great receiver, but he's nowhere near the physical specimen that Julio Jones is. And they're not throwing him the ball. And it's... it's and it, honestly, it's annoying. Like, I feel like Julio Jones is getting wasted in Atlanta. It, you could look at it that way, but you could also look at it that we have a backfield that features Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman. And it is more efficient and safer to run the ball in the red zone than to pass it because once the ball leaves your hands, a lot of things can happen. It, you I have feel, a higher probability of running the ball in the end zone, especially if you have one of these hot-rated centers in front of you to do that. That To me, that makes sense. That's the kind of mentality the Falcons have. They want to be a physical – quote-unquote smash mouth team and Julio plays his role and also let's not act like Julio Jones isn't always hurt too that's that's another thing like it is what it is maybe that's part of the reason I always thought the whole not throwing him end zone pass or throwing him phase because when he uh, had that foot injury I think that they may be worried that he could land on it wrong or something like that I know it's a weird conspiracy theory but yeah they don't know in phase and I, I don't get why they don't do that so but it is what it is. I, I feel the same way about Devontae Freeman. I feel like he doesn't get enough carries for his talent. Like, I understand being a running back, you don't want to give him 30 carries a game because running back's life expectancy isn't that long. But I feel like he doesn't get the ball enough either. Like, you have the top receiver and a top five running back, and they're not getting the ball. Like, I watched well, the yeah. not getting the best players the ball enough. Okay, well, I, I talked about that on, on uh, I think, two podcasts on the 30 Bar Nation report. Uh, pretty much my theory is why they don't give Freeman the ball 30 times a game is because he will run himself out the league. Like, he runs too physical for his size to 
to be able to get the ball many times. He's gonna, he's gonna give himself a concussion every game if he gets twenty carries a game. I feel he, oh. he just runs ridiculously. I mean, they they gave him a pretty big contract to not give him the ball. Like you give someone that kind of money, you kind of expect some production out of them. Uh, we have another episode coming out this week that I'm excited about uh, featuring uh, at Bitcoin Dunny. Uh, his name is Christian. We talked about the oh, ever no. popular, ever hot Bitcoin. Chuck E. Cheese tokens. You know, he had, you know, he's, he sent a couple shots to Marcus's way. You know, if you listen this week, it'll probably drop Wednesday. Uh, he, he, he definitely had uh, some words for skeptics like, uh, like Mr. Sniffles. What can you so, buy with Bitcoin? Nothing. Uh, uh, actually, 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 Lamborghini accepts Bitcoin. Okay. If I give you $10 and you give me, you know, my change in Bitcoin, the only thing I can buy is a Lamborghini? Uh, no, you can you buy order a pizza. You can buy a Tiger. You can buy, like, an AK-47. So I can only buy, like, a Lamborghini and, like, stuff off the black market. Cool. Bitcoin. I'm all in. Hey, man. Look. Check out the episode we dropped. It's very, it's very informative. informative. I can't even get nothing. I can't even get Chuck E. Cheese tokens with my Bitcoin. Like, no, I'm not. I, I, I will be tuning in on Wednesday for that episode because this whole Bitcoin thing, man. Like, it's just black market currency. That's all it is. Well, it started that way, but we we just it started that way. And you over to put my real money into black market currency? Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to say on that one. Look, there's other things involved with Bitcoin that makes it a very promising prospect for all you investors. So definitely check that out Wednesday. So we're going to end it out with, I guess, Marcus has a song of the week you must go over. I think I have one. I haven't really listened to too much new music, but I think I can scrape one together. This Bitcoin thing is going to make my head explode. But uh, until you're rich, and then you're like, oh, no. I mean, it's like, I mean, when you're rich, it's just like, whatever. I can just waste my money on anything. So why not try Bitcoin? But uh, on uh, Apple Music, because I'm a sellout and I don't have title, they have like every day, they'll, they have like uh, new albums for you to check out. Like they recommend new albums for you to listen to. And I, Clicked on one. It's by an artist named Pell. He's out of uh, Louisiana. He has an EP called Gyrosoul. And it's, I mean, it's a pretty, pretty cool album. It's, if you like, uh, he sounds like Chance the Rapper and Isaiah Rashad. That's kind of what he sounds like. And his music is, he's got a little bounce to it. It's pretty, you know, up-tempo, new age type of music, but the song that I really liked is the last song. It's called Golden, and it's featuring Verrete. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but it's a pretty, like, touching, uplifting song. And considering the songs that he has before that, it's kind of, it was kind of a change of pace. But uh, I, che- I check him out. Like, his, his stuff is pretty cool. He's got some cool stuff. So he's a, not very well known, I don't think, because I don't think I've ever heard anybody talking about him. But. Uh, check out Pell, P-E-L-L. Yeah, definitely. If you check him out, definitely uh, at Marcus, at Marcus underscore Sniffles on Twitter. I'm surprised he didn't say Barty Cardi or whatever that song is called. I was I was surprised that it didn't come out of his mouth. That's very shocking, you know, having diamonds all over his body while he's glistening and singing the song or whatever he does <laughs> on Cardi B records. But You don't want to know what I do when Cardi B records come on. I would like, I would pay money to see that on tape. 
Ready. All righty. Anywho. Oh, I'd like to give a shout out to uh, the greatest basketball player on earth, LeBron James. Happy birthday as we're recording this. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron, LeBron James. James. <laughs> Yo, so my song of the week actually ties in from uh, something I want to talk about real quick. I thought we were done. We're not done. So you take that, take that, take that. Yeah. So I saw a post on Twitter and actually I saw a post that KJ Dallas Kid made talking about his albums of the year. And one of his albums was uh, Gold Link, right? I'm like, all right. Uh, what, what a cost, I guess. At what cost is called? Gold Link? I'm like, all right, cool. Whatever. Kept it moving. Not sure that time on like three or four days later and actually saw somebody post. Uh, like a video, a snippet of the song, talking about, oh, I'm going to play this song on Saturday morning so my kids are cleaning up. And I click play, I'm like, all right, all right, cool. This song got a little vibe to it. And so I was like, all right, let me go check out this Gold Link album. Cool. I checked it out. It was all right. It wasn't nothing spectacular to me. Like, I kind of see what he was going for. Kind of a, I feel like it was a forced, different vibe. Like, maybe he, he kind of based his music or his vibe kind of off maybe his maybe his parents' type of music, maybe in the early, late, mid-90s-ish, sometime in the 90s, I feel, but it was it felt like a forced difference to me. Anywho, so the song the girl was talking about she's going to have her kids listen to on Saturday morning to clean up was called Crew. I'm like, all right, call I listen to it. I'm like, okay, the song vibes, but when you really listen to the song, the dude singing the hook, he can't really sing at all. Like, I was like, you're really going to disrespect a Saturday morning cleaning with, with this nonsense? You're going to raise your kids that this is what they're going to listen to when they clean up the house. Like, you know how disrespectful that is to, to the greats like Michael Jackson, The Temptations, The Commodores, uh, the, the Gap Band, Earth, Wind & Fire. That, that is the music that you need to have your kids listen to on Saturday mornings. That's, you know, Luther Vandross, stuff like that. If this is the way we're going to lower our standards for this quote-unquote next generation of stuff that they will be listening to while cleaning the house, shame on you. Like, there's so much better you can do for your, your kids than poison them with the crew and shy shy glizzly and brit Faza. like that song is it's cool it's great but like that that's lowering your standards like do better but check out the song crew it's, it's cool it's got a vibe but i'm definitely if you're playing that for your kids and when you have kids and they come around then you have a problem like you have you have a serious problem there's much better music you can check out yeah playing music on uh Saturday morning cleanups. You gotta, you gotta come with the good stuff. You just can't just throw any old thing. And on it's there. not, it's not that it's bad, but like when I thought about them, like damn, this is really wow. Like, let's say you're 20 and you don't have kids till you're like 26. You cannot tell me that you're you're gonna save this song, crew. And this means that not even 26. You have to wait till your kids are like what eight or nine to clean up. So that's 30, 34. So you're gonna you're gonna wait almost a decade. You're gonna have Gold Link locked away, ready to play for your kids, and I'm almost not, a decade well, for Saturday morning cleaning. I'm Fuck not. I, that, that's no, not really. It's, it's not gonna be that surprising because like twenty, say like twenty years from now, when people start having kids that are older, artists like you know, say a Rihanna or you know Beyonce or Miguel. Daniel Caesar, artists like that probably aren't going to be relevant anymore 20 years from now. And you're probably uh, more likely to play their music 20 years from now for your kids. Like, oh, this is what this is what I was listening to in 2018. This is the hot stuff. Well, back then. You just said, well, again, you can't put people like Beyonce in that type of statement like that. That doesn't fit. You can't do that. 
Like Beyonce is on a different plane. And that actually, if you're gonna say that, that, that fights your argument for Michael Jackson versus Beyonce. Which I'm gonna save this clip for later and use it against you. So yeah, what? Because you, you were saying like, oh, Beyonce won't be relevant in like 20 years. You you put her in the same category. Yeah, 20 years. 20 years from now, Beyonce's probably not gonna be as popular as she is. Right? I feel like that's pretty normal to say. Like I don't know. How no, no, but you you made it sound as if you're not gonna play that or that's not gonna be played. Beyonce, Beyonce, there's a higher probability for Beyonce to be played in 20 years in Gold Lake. I'm talking about, like, the probability of Beyonce being the hot – because Beyonce is, what, almost 40? So she'll I'm be – I'm not saying she'll 20 be years from now, I'm she'll talking be like about 60. that her music will be being played. I'm talking about new music. I'm, t- like, playing current Beyonce 20 years from now. Not 20 years from now playing 20-year-old Beyonce. That's what I'm talking about. You can still do that. People still play old ass Smokey Robinson when he was young, and they play Smokey Robinson when he's old. Okay, I'm talking about when Beyonce is 60 years old. I don't feel like she's going to still be making music. No, no, yeah, yeah, I get that. That's I, what I'm talking. Like we're going to be playing like Lemonade and Four 20 years from now. We're not going to be playing whatever album she drops 20 years from now if she is even doing music. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. I'm like when like, we like when we play Rihanna twenty years from now, I'm not talking about the album she puts out twenty years from now. I'm talking about the album she's put out. Okay, now yeah, okay. yeah, that's what playing I mean. that twenty years from now, like anti and well, well that's what I'm saying. You made it sound like you're gonna put Gold Link in that same category. That's not I don't know what Gold Link is. The the thing is, that's like the equivalent of you playing Panda on Saturday morning for your child to to clean the house like that's, that's not gonna disres- that's disrespectful that's then that's how i saw when i saw this, <laughs> when i saw this person post this like you obviously have horrible taste in music like go on title you know just pick pick anybody pick like luther vandross scroll to the bottom and then put pick related artists and just go through those little tabs pick one listen to their music scroll down all the way to the bottom pick another one all right listen to them scroll through the bottom pick another one then you'll see the music that you really should be playing on Saturday morning. So, again, man, if, if I have any friends and I walk in their house and they're playing, I don't know, Bobby Smurder, Money Dance, I'm like, yo, yeah, I got to go. I can't be around this. I can't be in this this house of Satan. Yeah, if, if 20 years from now I walk into your house and your kid is mopping the floor to mask off, I'm leaving. I can see that happening, though. That, I can see that happening. <laughs> Really? <laughs> I remember, like, yeah, man, I remember when the flutes used to drop back in 2017. <laughs> oh, my God. Sweep, sweeping floors to Rude Boy in 2042. I mean, there you go. Yeah, see, I can see it happening, though. I can see that. That could work. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I kind of I kind of did him no justice. I mean, definitely check out the song. It's a cool little song, but that's that's pretty much where it stops. Oh, you know what? <clears throat> my song week is from the legend, Teddy Pendergrass, T-Pain. So I think, I don't know if I mentioned this on Twitter or on the podcast, but anyway, T-Pain put out an album recently. It doesn't matter what it's called. Go on title, look for a song called May Eyes. T-Pain featuring Mr. Talkbox. That song is excellent. I tweeted it out with about 50 fire emojis. So, you know, you're like, oh, well, T-Pain's watched. It's been on music in years. Man, T-Pain, T-Pain still got it, man. T-Pain, he's just not getting the shine. You know, he got back in the day, like you this time what? is bad. I don't want to hear this because he's over here lying about this ooey and and then I don't care about T Pain no more. It's ooey. Hold on, man. Hold on. This is this is fire. Hold on. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's I mean, inside. I, you might want to uh, cut this down for copy copyright infringement. Uh, I love not on the rights of this song. <laughs> YouTube, we do not own the rights to this T Pain song. Please do not pull us off. For, actually, they don't care about sound. I'm not gonna lie. It's just YouTube that be tripping that stuff. But I definitely took that song out. It's called "May I" by T Pain and Mr. Talkbox. Like I like like good music. I like good production. That song is excellent. Like it's it's like seven minutes long too. So it's it's really really good. So definitely check that out. Uh, so yeah, with uh, the year ending, oh, actually, by the time you hear this, it'll be the beginning of the year, so I know a big thing with people, I know we said we're going to end it, but guess what? We do whatever we want to start podcast. So we want to talk about New Year's resolutions real quick. Um, I'm not really big into New Year's resolutions. I usually, you know, have goals that I try to set and try to achieve. Uh, I guess one of the goals we did achieve for last year was actually put out, do a podcast and be pretty consistent with it, and I'm uh, I'm proud that we, we consistently put out podcasts every Monday, which is it's harder than it looks. I know that I guess this year was kind of the Bitcoin equivalent of podcasting. A lot of people came out with podcasts and some people, you know, they kind of fell off the map and they realized it's a little bit of work. So I know, I think Adolphus, I don't think he's really big on resolutions, but I know he, he sets some goals. But I'll start off first. I know some of the goals you want to have with the podcast, of course, grow the audience, be more interactive. We're going to start moving, do some YouTube stuff and just continue to, to be consistent and improve. But in order to improve, we need feedback. So definitely go to Apple Podcasts and drop a review. Um, if I ever loans you a dollar, check the podcast out. You know, keep the buck with us. We're, we're not sensitive. So that, those are some of the goals that I have for 2018. What about y'all? Well, uh, I guess I'll, I'll uh, kick it off. Um, I like to expand to another podcast platform. Um, I know we got uh, Apple. Of course, we have SoundCloud Unlock. Maybe do uh, Spotify or something. Just just something else where we're expanding to another platform. That'd be nice. That's, that's, uh, can't really. That's not. They're a little more selective. I, I've already tried. Well, you know what? Well, we're going to set some damn goals and get there. Um, I like to get up to about 300 listens an episode. Um, I want to see us grow, add a couple more members, really uh, implicate that Wu-Tang style going forward. Um, I know I'm going to grab a little bit of the reins from South Breeze and start recording on my end, upgrade some equipment. Uh, I know we make fun of bad internet L, but bad internet savage needs to stop for 2018. Uh, hashtag Um, That's about it as far as the podcast is concerned. Me personally, I like to add a lot more friends, meet new people, explore. Um, thank goodness doing this podcast, we met a lot of interesting people. Uh, met a lot of new friends, so those are just some of the goals I have uh, as far as from a business perspective. Um, I do want to travel a little bit. Got to hit up uh, Ruth Chris for a medium steak. And that's it for the Fat Savage. I know for me personally, I I, I, I did just purchase like a, an actual 
podcast microphone and uh, like a light for my laptop so I can kind of do more video stuff so I'm not looking all crazy in the dark. But uh, I'm going to start doing some um, album reviews. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to do like new albums or just albums I liked. I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, and it's it's been pretty cool doing this podcast thing. Like, like Adolphus said, I've interacted with a lot of cool people on Twitter because of this podcast and met some new people on the podcast that are really cool. Uh, and there's also things that I've seen on Twitter that I wish I hadn't seen thanks to one KJ the Dallas kid. And I, that's, I kind of wish, I, I, I wish for 2018 that he gets his life together. That's, that's, that's my prayer for him for two, for 2018. So if you have like a, a an album you want to actually talk about or, you know, get on and chop it up about, then hit me up and I'll try to work something out to where we can discuss it on, on the podcast. And that's, that's what I got. Yeah, definitely shout out to all the, the day one uh, members of the committee. You have Chuck the Decoy, you have KJ Dallas Kid, uh, you have, uh, damn. Yeah, a bunch of people we interact with. Like, as far as people we had you on, yeah. Tori, you got uh, Christy, I mean, oops, Crafty Cakes, El Chapa came on and became an official member. Folks from Reduce Lunch Podcast, folks from Get Wavy Podcast, uh, Trill Tea, Drink Trill Tea, Drink Trill Tea, Drink Trill Tea, say that three times fast, uh, Urban Champ, uh, Gift Queen, Sirens, Trills, Sirens, Bitcoin Dunny, um, Bitcoin, Bitcoin Dunny, uh, homie Michael Pratt, you know, everybody just rock with this, uh, I had a guy on, uh, Dexter K, just anybody out there, or Hurricane, let's see, just, just a lot of people, man. We're, we're, we're keeping it a book, you know. I love interacting with folks. So everybody who held us down day one, we appreciate it, and we, we hope to do bigger things in the future. Uh, my laptop is about to die, so we're going to close this out. So, again, this is Southbury 706. We have Adolfo Savage and Mark Sniffles out to El Chapa, who's out there uh, doing very unchristian things, probably. So... Y'all pray for her. DMs are always open. Give her a holler. It's a committee podcast. Be out. Peace.